0: Hello and welcome to the Soul Powered Portal, your portal for all things soul alignment. The reason you would want to align with your soul's path is to unlock all of the prosperity, the abundance, the wealth, the connections, the fulfillment, and the relationships that are your birthright. Each and every episode is infused with the energy and intention to help you create just that. A life that you love. If you have ever asked yourself, why am I here on this earth? What is my purpose? How can I make money doing what I love? And how can I create relationships and connections that are actually fulfilling to me? If you've ever asked yourself any of those questions, then you are in the right place. We are diving deep today and in each episode, to help you create your soul-powered life, because I believe that when you learn how to do that, truly anything is possible for you. Let's get started. Hey guys, today's episode is a little different. Today I am sharing with you a recent Instagram live that I did around nervous system And how that is connected to self sabotage. And I got so much good feedback from you guys, from those of you who are connected on Instagram and on social media. So I wanted to share this episode on the podcast as well. The audio is a little different just because it's an IGTV, but the message is still amazing. And I got so much good feedback. I know this is going to resonate with you if you haven't tapped into the live already. So let's get started. Hi, guys. Oh, my gosh. It's been a while since I've been live. So I'm really excited to be here today. I'm going to be like looking at some of my notes because this is such a huge topic that I want to make sure that I cover everything that i possibly can in our short time together today to be mindful of your time as well as making sure that i'm adding that value for you guys today so today we are talking about one of the biggest things that i see that actually holds people back from their goals uh, from their financial goals specifically but even in relationships and you know other areas of their lives as well um this is probably one of the biggest things that I see that I only just started learning about within the last couple years, probably like year and a half. And I would actually say that this one was like the key, um, the missing link, if you will, for me in making sure that I could move past these obstacles in my life and actually achieve the goals that uh, I really desired and once were a, real- you know, a dream for me, right? Becoming a, ra- a reality. So I'm going to um, just check and make sure because the nervous system can be actually responsible for the self-sabotaging tendencies that you have in your life. And the reason that that is, is really because the nervous system is a bodily response. It's well below your awareness, okay? So this actually isn't something that you're going to be aware of. It's something that's going on completely behind the scenes. And coming up and really, you know, it's one of those things where you ask yourself, like, why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep repeating this type of behavior when I know what the outcome is going to be? Right? Like, so think about, you know, starting fights with your spouse, when things are going really, really well. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you pick a fight and then it's like a big issue, right? And now you guys are fighting and, you know, you're upset with one another again. Or this could also look like manifesting large emergency bills once you finally start having money in your savings account and, you know, feeling like you're getting back on track, right? It's taking one step forward and two steps back, if you've ever heard that terminology, or you've said that in your own life, right? Um, it also could be like, somehow managing to date the same person over and over in a different body. I'm guilty of that too. I'm guilty of all of these, right? Um, and then another like the last example I'll use is doing really well on your diet for a while. And then, you know, self-sabotaging it, all of a sudden eating a whole lot or really um, not wanting to work out or whatever the case may be, right? So these are all examples of what we call upper limits. So if you've ever read the book by Gay Hendricks, it's called The Big Leap. It's amazing and it talks a lot about these upper limits and why they happen, um, how to overcome them. But really this is what's called an upper limit. And so our nervous system really, it sees anything that is unfamiliar as unsafe. So unfamiliar equals unsafe to our nervous system. And so if you haven't had a lot of wealth in your lifetime, right, and then all of a sudden you start manifesting wealth, or you start bringing money into your reality, right, maybe you get a real high paying job, or you start a business and you get this influx of money that your nervous system is not used to, what will end up happening if you don't know how to navigate this properly, right, is that it will start to self-sabotage. It will manifest bills. You'll, you'll go out and have the urge to want to spend a lot of money because your nervous system doesn't feel safe in this environment with having more than enough because there's kind of like this baseline that takes place. So for someone who grew up like me in more of like a, say, a chaotic environment, or maybe you grew up with trauma. Um, and things that happened to you, right? As a child, let's just go with the chaotic uh, version, because that's exactly where, you know, my upbringing was, things were very chaotic when I was a kid. And so I got used to and my nervous system was very used to having that chaos, right? So I had to like, even if there wasn't chaos going on, your nervous system will want to create it, because it's so used to that, right? So familiar, even if it's not serving you, familiar equals safe to the nervous system, doesn't know any better, right? So a lot of our conditioning has to do with how, you know, that's why like we continue to make the same mistakes, or we continue to repeat the patterns and the habits and the behaviors of our upbringing, right, and our parents and, the, and our caregivers, things like that. So let's see, I'm going to use another example here same thing in your relationships, right? If you haven't actually had a lot of happiness in your life, same thing, if you grew up in a chaotic environment, or things were very stressful for you, uh, or maybe you didn't see, like in my case, um, my parents didn't stay together, right? So I never saw what it was like to actually be in a long term relationship. And so I would sabotage any chance of having a long-term relationship because I didn't recognize that that was unsafe to my nervous system, right? Being with someone long-term wasn't safe for my nervous system, so I would sabotage even when things were going really well. Okay? And of course I've been working on healing this and you know, my partner and I are, are amazing now, but the the reality is that I did absolutely try to self-sabotage a lot of that. Okay? Um, So depending on depending on how chaotic traumatic, or really stressful your upbringing was will really determine where your nervous system is set in terms of its baseline. And it's really important to note again, that these are unconscious behaviors. This is like well below your conscious awareness. This is not something that you're going to be consistently aware of. Okay, so you're really going to want to take note of the patterns that are happening in your life. And that's where like awareness comes into place because you know, you really can't change something in your life if you're not consciously aware of it. And a lot of things happen below the conscious awareness. Okay. About 95% of the things that we're doing on a daily basis are controlled by our nervous system, controlled by our unconscious and subconscious minds. So there's a big, huge aspect of us that we haven't even gotten to know yet in a lot of cases, right? And that's, I think, the journey of life is really just discovering yourself. So let's talk a little bit about some of these um, and how, like, the self-sabotage can come into place. So when I first started learning about the nervous system, um, really I learned that there were two branches in the nervous system. So there's your parasympathetic and then your sympathetic nervous system. So sympathetic is, um, the way I always remember this, is sympathetic equals stress. So that's like a what we'll call a hot state. It's a stress induced state. Um, And then you have the parasympathetic nervous system, P stands for peace. Okay, so that's the way that I think of it. So when we talk about the sympathetic nervous system, which is the stress or hot state, really what this is, is more like a fight or flight response. Okay, so if you actually go back to like where we would have had to use this in the history of humanity is, you know, think of cavemen. That's like the best way I can describe that, right? So a caveman sees a bear. Okay. And he goes into a sympathetic bodily response, a sympathetic nervous system response. What that means in terms of his body is that all of his energy goes to his extremities so that he can fight off whatever the threat is, or flight run away from the threat. Okay, so it's really important to note that this is, again, a wiring that's taking place on a nervous system level, this is a bodily response. And this is how we are all wired. This is not something that we can mindset our way out of. Okay. So when we look at a having a sympathetic nervous system response, this really comes up when there is a real or perceived threat. Okay, so going back to where your nervous system's baseline is, all right, and how the nervous system acts, it's really, if unfamiliar equals unsafe, then anything that you're doing in your life that is unfamiliar that you haven't done before, if you don't properly know how to regulate your nervous system, it will deem it as a perceived threat and it will throw you into one of these nervous system responses. Okay, we're going to talk about what the four nervous system responses are. Um, so we have the, the sympathetic, which is fight or flight, think, you know, those kinds of responses. And then we have the parasympathetic, which is Uh, again, the peaceful, it's like the rest and digest. That's when uh, all of your energy that you have, it's no longer in all of your extremities to fight or flight, it is really being used to heal your body up. Okay, that's why in, you know, times of like what we've had over the last couple years in terms of all of the fear and the panic and the things that are going on, being in that constant place of fear and that threatening nature of how we've all felt, that actually um, is not allowing our bodies to heal properly, even if we were to be, you know, to get sick or something like that, right? So if we can stay in that peaceful rest and digest place, that regulated nervous system place, that's really what allows us to be able to fully heal, okay? So I want to talk about the... um Something called, as I started really learning more about this, because I realized how much of an issue this was in my own life, I started researching something called the polyvagal theory. And this is a theory that goes into these nervous system responses on a deeper level. And so again, you know, I started learning about the parasympathetic, sympathetic, and then this goes even deeper. So I want to talk about the four main types of nervous system responses. And essentially how these would show up for you, because the the problem is when you're in a nervous system, like hot state, like one of these states, what ends up happening is your critical thinking actually goes out the window. That's why when you're in a place of like, call it fight or flight, right? Um, Let's start with fight. So when we're in a nervous system response as a fight, that's really when you're going to be very combative right? You're going to be very defensive, maybe angry outbursts or controlling nature, right? So if you know someone who's always like, always pissed off, or like always angry, always in this hyper, like angry state, it's probably because their nervous system is set to, you know, set them off really quickly into this fight mode. And so your critical thinking, if you've ever been around someone, or you even had this happen in your own life, When you're in a place where you're just committed to fighting, right, it doesn't matter what someone else says to you. They could have proof of of the opposite of what you're feeling and you just want to fight them. You just want to have a problem for every solution that they come up with, right? I know like when my partner will come to me and he's like this, you know, when I'm in this hot state, right, we all have this. So if I'm in a fight state, I notice it now and I can really come down from it. But I will notice myself and that's how I know I'm in this state is he'll try to calm me down or tell me something different. And I just want to argue like I want to come up with a problem for every single solution that he has. And then I'm like, oh, my God, like I'm in a nervous system response. And so I go into some of the tools and the techniques that I have um, in order to calm myself down. Right. Because my critical thinking is out the window. I can't see much further than like right here. OK, so that's how it works when you're in a nervous system response. Then we have so that's fight. Then we have flight. This was another big one for me. Okay, so I'm 100% guilty of of all of this as well. Um, But the flight is really when we have a like running away from our problems. We don't want to face it. It's like this overwhelming, um, anxious feeling and we just need to we just need to go away. Like, I just need to be by myself. I need to just run. I need to go. I need to get away from this threat. Okay, so the way this would show up in a relationship again would be if you get in a fight, I used to do this and I'm like, I just need to go for a car ride. I just need to go, I just need to get away. And it's not really handling the situation at all, right? Um, and again, my critical thinking is not where it needs to be in this place, and so I'll just spiral if I don't know how to get myself out of that, right? Then there's freeze. So this is a, a really big one. Think like deer in the headlights. Okay, so a freeze response is when you literally completely shut down, like you freeze. So I had this happen to me, like the most vivid time that I had this happen to me was when I was working in the banking industry, we were robbed at gunpoint. And I happened to be behind the teller window at the time, I was helping a teller with something and we were robbed at gunpoint. And the guy comes in and of course, that's a real threat, right? That's not a perceived threat, that's a real threat. There's a a life threatening situation happening. And when he came in with the gun, I literally froze, like I didn't actually have any idea of what to do, right? So my mind was working properly, but my body wasn't, I was completely shut down from making any decisions, because I was scared, right? So it's like, depression can be in this um, as well, when you really just can't get your like, you're immobilized, you can't get yourself out of this situation, you can't get yourself moving right you don't really know how to get out of this state procrastination is actually another um, example of a freeze response so when you just feel so overwhelmed that or you've got so much on your plate that you do nothing (laughs) that's a freeze response right it's like i have so much to do but i don't know where to start so i overwhelm and i go into procrastination so that's actually a nervous system response Okay, Um, and again, our critical thinking goes out the window. And then the last one of the four main types of uh, hot states that I call them is fawn. Okay, so there's fight, flight, freeze, and then fawn. Fawning is really like what you would have as people pleasing. So, people pleasing, um, codependency issues, wanting to avoid conflict at all costs. uh, having lack of boundaries in your life. If you know anyone who's like this, that is a fawn nervous system response. And again, all of your critical thinking goes out the window, right? You might know someone who, I, I again used to struggle with this too, right? I've gone through each of these, and there's no shame in any of that. The idea is number one, bringing awareness to the fact that these things are not your. Uh, fault. (laughs) This is literally how the human nervous system is wired. And on top of that, you can heal it, you can move through this, you can understand how to regulate your nervous system. And so when you recognize the way to do that really is to recognize that you're going into these responses, right, because you can't actually heal something that you're unaware of. And so if you can create some awareness to the patterns that are going on in your life, that's going to help you tremendously. A lot of people where they kind of go wrong in this is that they feel like they're, this is just who they are. They identify with the nervous system responses. I'm just the type of person. I'm just an angry person. You have no no idea how many times I've heard that, right? I'm just an angry person or I just don't, I, I just can't tell, I just can't say no. Right. Like, no, that's a nervous system response. That's a fond response of you having lack of boundaries in your life. Right. Because of things that happened to you as a child. Right. So again, if that was the baseline, if that's what you had to do as a child was to people, please, and walk on eggshells because you were so scared of, you know, messing up that you would get in trouble. That's how, you know, these things can develop, right? So if you have recognized any of these patterns in your own life, all right, I want you to know a couple things. Number one is that you're definitely not alone. Literally every single person on the face of this planet has a nervous system, if they're alive, right? Um, And they, we all have these responses to some degree or another. Now, I will say that Going through all of these, you probably notice that you do one of them more often than others. That's how we we all kind of have like a go-to. Mine was uh flight. I just would always want to like leave a situation if I was in this um real or perceived threat, right? I would just want to leave and not deal with the problem, want to like run away from it, okay? And again, there's not going to be a lot of um conclusion or anything that's really going to come out of that if you run away. So number one, know that you are not alone. This is literally every single person on the face of the planet that has um, a nervous system (laughs) that deals with this. Number two is that you can heal. The main key point is to stop identifying with these traits. Now that you know that these four hot states exist, right? you can recognize them when you're doing them. And so the key is to not identify with them, to recognize that this is not who I am. It is a nervous system response and I can heal from it. Okay, so not identifying with it. If you identify with it, you take it on as who you are, right? Um, And the hardest thing to change about a a person in our lives is like, I, I know it's Tony Robbins quote, but he says that, um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank on what it is right now. He says, the strongest force in the human personality is the desire to remain consistent with who we believe that we are. So that's our identity, right? So that's our strongest force. And so it's really important to only identify with the things that you really want to create into your reality, right? Not the things that are happening in your life that could potentially be disempowering. Um, and if you want to learn more about this process or how to heal these things or some of the nervous system tools that i use um, i actually am going to be hosting my workshop next week so this is on tuesday the 22nd this is one of the steps in the align method that i teach is nervous system regulation so going into these modalities that you can actually use to bring yourself out of a hot state so that you can heal so that you can move past it right just know that you're not alone Um, this is the reality of it is that we all struggle with this it's okay it's about recognizing this without judgment in your life right like if you can recognize these patterns and stop blaming yourself for them stop getting upset with yourself for them you know and really just have a level of understanding and compassion for yourself and recognize that you don't know what you don't know And so if you weren't taught these things, how would you have known this in the past, right? So when you know better, now you can do better, right? So if you've never heard of this concept before or this is new information to you, don't judge yourself for that, right? Um, The reality is you can shift this now that you do know. So if you want to learn more about how to heal this, definitely register for the um, Rise to Riches workshop. I specifically am going to be talking about how to regulate your nervous system around money. But these tools and the techniques and the modalities that you'll learn will actually be able to be used in um, every area of life, including relationships, you know, and all of the above. So um, definitely do that. The link is in the bio. And I'm really excited to see you guys there. I hope you have a great rest of your day and weekend. And we'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Hey, soul family. Thank you so much for tuning in to the entire episode today. I know your most valuable asset is your time. And so I thank you for spending time with me each and every episode. I appreciate you. And because of that, I love to hear what resonates most with you about our conversations. So please connect with me on social media. If you're not already and share your biggest takeaways. I love to hear it. It helps me to keep the good stuff coming. And it also allows for me to know that the work that I'm putting out there in the world resonates and that you are stepping one step closer to your soul powered life as a result of our time together. So thank you again. Can't wait to see you in the next episode and we'll talk soon. Bye. Hey guys i just re listened to this episode and i am so excited to to be delivering this to you terry is so amazing and i know we have a lot of women on the podcast and this is just such a refreshing conversation we go incredibly deep into spirituality consciousness toxic masculinity men's mental health Terry wears so many different hats and his ability to do that so well and really be incredibly versatile. He's an amazing father, just an incredibly talented human being. And he's also so deep, so you guys are going to get to know him on a deeper level inside of this conversation and I really can't wait to dive in. So. Definitely buckle up. We go into some deep, deep stuff today, but I know that if you're listening to this podcast that you're already down the rabbit holes with us. So um, buckle up and let's dive in.